Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Back that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. so much appeal a great place to get a seafood meal Miami 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 you've got style picture it Los Angeles 2020 welcome to out on the lanai the only golden girls podcast you'll ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty Bush. Ooh. And this is a podcast where we re-watch an episode of The Golden Girls, and then what do we do? We talk about it. Oh, it's been so long since we've said those words. Guys. We literally just- had to practice those words, guys. <laughs> it's been so, so long since we've done the intro that it took H. Allen three full times of doing it. I've lived a lot. I've literally changed humans since we've done this podcast. I have become another human. So everyone listening today and surprised at the drop of an episode, we decided, you know what? We're sitting at home. We're watching Golden Girls episodes, as you all probably are. And we thought, why don't we just pick a couple of our favorites and rewatch them mystery science theater style with you guys? Yeah, I mean, we've already watched these episodes, and if you guys are longtime listeners of Oodle, you know that you listen to that episode. We've already recapped it. We've given our thoughts and opinions, but this, it is, and for a lot of these episodes, it's been, what, five years since we, we rewatched those episodes? Like, yeah, five years. Like, it's been a long time, and we're in quarantine. I mean, some of us still are. I know here in California, we still are. Across the country, you guys might be going back to work, whatever. But however you're watching this, this is going to be very mystery science theater. So Carrie and I will start the episode. We'll tell you when to press play. We're watching on Hulu. It's the ad list one. So, like, if you, we would encourage you to maybe up your Hulu subscription if you would want to watch along we'll with pop us. Pop in a DVD if you got the DVDs. Pop in the DVD as well. Although there is sometimes a bit of a difference between what's on Hulu and what's on the DVD. DVDs because of the syndication edit stuff. But regardless, if you're a real Golden Girls fan, you don't even need to be watching the episode to know what the hell we're reacting to or talking about. You know this episode because these are the best episodes. Yeah, so so yeah, so the idea is that me, you, H. Allen, we will all be watching this episode and kind of providing just live commentary in the moment. So it'll be like we're all sitting in our living rooms watching it together. And now, should we announce the episode that we're going to watch right now? You should, because it is actually, whenever I'm asked what's my favorite episode, I always kind of stress out because I hate picking one episode because there's so many episodes, but I always land on this episode because it's just so good. You might say it's a wee bit funny. Or maybe funny. <laughs> 
it might it might make you laugh so hard that you wanna you wanna put on a height, I mean a hat. Oh, and maybe, maybe you might want to eat some shrimp. Nope. <laughs> we are of course talking about a little romance. Oh my god. So this was in the first season, right? I'm horrible on numbers, but this was in the first season, I believe. I hope I'm right on that. We should probably look that up and have that ready before we started recording. But we were just so eager to start recording. We literally had this idea a few days ago and we just sort of did, went into it because we wanted to come back and say hey to you guys and show you some love. Um, but a little yes, romance. Season one, episode 13. Yes, okay, that's what I thought. And, and it is such a fun episode. You guys know it, we've already gone over it. You should go back in the podcast, back to the first season of the podcast where we had audio surprisingly similar to what we have now because in quarantine, Carrie and I obviously can't be in the same location. So our audio, our audio is like a little different because of the scenario in which we are forced to record under right now. So we forgive or forgive us if we sound a little, if we each sound a little bit different. Um, forgive me, father. Forgive me, father. But go back to that <laughs> first priest, episode. isn't he? <laughs> go back to that first episode and, you know, listen to that first episode that we recapped because we gave probably a lot of very insightful thoughts. And then with this one, you can literally rewatch the episode with us, which I think is so exciting. Don't you, Carrie? I'm so excited. So um, we will tell you guys when to queue up the episode. But before we dive in and eat short ribs... <laughs> what have you been up to? I haven't talked to you for, for a little bit. Let's do a we little do, catch up with everybody. We should do a little catch up. Yes, not eat the ketchup, but actually catch up. Get it? <laughs> I made a funny. Um, me. So there's so much. Well, let's start with the Golden Girls news. We'll get into yeah. personal stuff because do people even care about personal stuff anymore? I don't know. Um, but the Golden Girls news, I think probably the biggest news, breaking news. In fact, breaking news sound right now. Breaking news, breaking news. Golden Girls breaking news. The owners, the new owners of the Golden Girls house that was used for the first few seasons as like the actual house, like it was like the photo that they used of the house. The owners of the house now have changed the exterior. Can you believe that? That is unacceptable. And I want to know, you just told me this yes. moments before we began recording and I am still very upset by it. I do not understand how one buys, like, why couldn't this house have been listed as a historic landmark? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. If you're going to buy the Golden Girls house and you don't want people outside taking photos of it, then don't buy the Golden Girls yeah. house. Yeah. So you can know. change it. Well, you can't, I'll, I'll text you the photo. It is insane. It is insane. So I have to give credit to where credit is due. I did not drive out to this house and take a picture myself because I got better things to do. But Golden Girls Love, a, a, a great, great, great Instagram account. There's so many, I have to say, okay, first off, we'll get back to the house. But when Carrie and I started this podcast, there literally was nothing out there necessarily on the Golden Girls with the exception of the work that Jim Colucci had done, Mike Dennison was doing Be A Day. But there weren't a lot of like Golden Girls fan accounts. There weren't a lot of Golden Girls podcasts. In fact, there were no Golden Girls podcasts. And we're just saying, when we started this podcast, we started it at all, really, very much. We started it all. And now there are quite a few Golden Girls podcasts out there, which are lovely and enjoyable. And we, we would be guests on all of them if you want us. Um, but it's so exciting to see how much love for the Golden Girls is out there online right now with like Instagram accounts and like 
Twitter stan accounts and everything. So Golden Girls Love Instagram account sent me the photo of the house. And it's still recognizable if you like sort of get past the bushery and like you can tell they're trying to block people from taking pictures in front of the house. So they put all these like bushes and gates up so you can't really even see the house. But if you look through the driveway, you can kind of see that it still is similar to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna DM you this, this um, photo, Carrie, so you can see it. Uh, oh, but yeah, you know what? Okay, so I'm looking at the photo now. And so what happened, I, I don't know this because I'm not a homeowner, but I do know other people who have done this. But in Los Angeles, a lot of, because um, in Los Angeles, with new buildings, you're only allowed to construct like a cement, any sort of barrier or privacy gate, or whatever, they're only allowed to go so high. So what a lot of people do is they buy um, like trees essentially that are infants and they plant them with these like little rods to mm -hmm. like dowels in the ground to tie them to because eventually they will grow taller and fuller and give the house full privacy. So this is now phase one of full privacy where people aren't going to be able to take photos. Now, I misunderstood. I think, oh, I see. And there's some other like fencing or, or something. Yeah, you can see other stuff there. Rubs. I understand. I was under the impression that they had done like a teardown of the house. No, and they no. Were actually rebuilding. No. But they're, they're right now seeking privacy, which again, if Curious. you're going to buy the Golden Girls house, come on. No. And I know we all, I know in our Golden Girls VIP, me, you, Elliot, Alaska, we all talked about putting our funds together, buying that house. Didn't have enough money, but. <laughs> no, no, we did not. It was we like a million something, that. right? Yeah. I mean, it's like they oh, should do what that. the owners of the home right. in That's Hocus Pocus. Do you know that, do you remember the home in Hocus Pocus? Um, it, it was like the kids' yes. home or whatever. They like embrace the fandom of Hocus Pocus. They invite people in. Yeah to take pictures with the Hocus Pocus house. I'm just saying, you don't have to invite us over for cheesecake or anything, but let us just stand on the friggin' street so we can take a little and selfie. A yeah. Because that's what the other owners did. Yeah. That's yes. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. So upsetting. But in other Golden Girls news, there was a couple of weeks ago now, as we record this, we're recording this in early October, um, there was a, uh, a retelling of an episode of the Golden Girls on Zoom hosted by Regina King, and she could have got together Alfre Woodard and Tracy Ellen Ross and a bunch of other great performers to redo, sort of react a script of the Golden Girls. And I've said this for years, I think if there ever was a show, I don't think you can bring back the Golden you can't reboot the Golden Girls. However, I do think you can reboot the Golden Girls in a different retelling and have an all black cast. And I fully support it. And I think the material likens itself to that so, so, so well. Agreed. How great would that be? Who would you have? Who would you have cast in like a reboot of the show if it was just sort of a retelling of the Golden Girls? Ooh. Um, I don't know why. I think she's too young, but for some reason Zendaya just popped into my mind as Dorothy. See, now, to me, I immediately, immediately go to Regina Hall. Yeah. I think I think Regina Hall could be, I think she would be a great Blanche. She would be an amazing Blanche. Yes. I also think she could do a rose really well too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think Regina Hall. Ooh, I think Regina, yes, Regina Hall, I could see her either playing. Yes. I think Regina King, I could see maybe playing 
Dorothy. Yeah. And she did, I think, in the in the retelling. I could be wrong on that, but I think she I was played. unable to watch. Yeah, I think she played Dorothy. Um, and I think she would be a great Dorothy. I also think it is spot on to have Alfre Woodard or Felicia Rashad play Sophia. I think that is or even Cicely Tyson. She's she's wait, she's she's still alive, right? I was just picturing Tiffany Haddish's Sophia. <laughs> oh my God, Tiffany Haddish as Rose. Oh, Tiffany Haddish as Rose. Uh, oh, how great would that be? That would be perfect. Oh my God. I've also always said, and this doesn't go along the lines of an all black cast retelling, but I think Allison Janney would make a great Dorothy. Yes, she would. Right? Don't you think? Yes. Yeah, yes. I think so. Yes. Um, and then the last bit of the last bit of Golden Girls news is that the the company, I guess ABC, I don't know, Buena Vista, they they created the official Golden Girls Instagram account where like they're posting different things and they're like posting merch that you can buy through the abcstore.com or whatever, um, and they're hosting like Q and As and stuff. Now we were not invited to participate in Golden Girls Instagram account. But you know what, there's still time. There's still time to invite us. We may have just created the first Golden Girls podcast in existence, not bragging, but just saying we're very important GG people and um, we just need a little respect. <laughs> I, was, I was impressed, I saw they have the blue check mark. I was like, oh, okay, they are for yeah. real. Even we can't it's get It's hard that. to get a check mark on Instagram. It's really hard. It's easier on Twitter. With Instagram, you either need to have like a, re a lot of followers or you need to have a publicist do it for yeah, you. I know, oh. I know. And my manager is dying for me to, to get verified there. And I'm just like, I don't care enough. I, I honestly just don't care. But if, I mean, it's important. I, whatever, I don't care. But the Golden Girls account. You know what? JDC, just don't care. Yeah, no, don't, don't care. JDC, just don't care. JDC, no. you don't care. <laughs> okay, so Golden Girls news. We've got, we've we have completed our Golden Girls news portion. Mm -hmm. Let's talk personal lives. Oh, what's happening? Yeah, well, I moved into a new apartment, so we, we Michael and I took advantage, or should I? What did I call him on the podcast? Miles, Miles, and I took advantage of um, Corona by Corona prices, the Corona drop, if you will, in rent prices, and we um, we found an amazing new apartment with. Drum roll, please. Central Air. <gasps> She's fancy. You know, Central Air has, I, to me, I've never had an apartment in my life, in my adult life, and I've, I've, had, I've had now 20 years of an adult life. That's how old I am. I can't believe I'm admitting that. And in my 20 years of adult existence, I have never once had Central Air, and now I finally do. And I feel like I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be um your next customized license plate just i've made it in a little sticker of i'll go from ug y to i've made it, I've made it. <laughs> i think i really would like carrie and i michael and i suggested so all three of us really 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 love the comeback love the comeback and well i got it <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what I think I should try to make my next um, vanity plate. Well, I got it. Like I'll see some version of that. I think that would be perfect. Or just hello, hello, hello. Oh my god! Wait, guys, someone needs to pay us to do a comeback 
rewatch podcast, please, out yes. there, world, make that happen. Yes. Also, if you hear loud thumps and noises, it's because Stan is upstairs working out. <laughs> <laughs> What's working out? <laughs> What's working out? Okay. So while we're on the topic of like, of personal stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I've been in my house now for, I don't know, over 200 days yes. and I haven't really gone out much. I go for walks. Yeah. I have been to get my flu shot and Same. I've been to the vet. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> so, um, you know, I used to go on hikes. I, mm -hmm. I haven't even been doing that. And so uh, there's, I'm going to plug this for like $13 a month. You can do beach body on demand and they have so many different types of workout programs you would not it's been around for a while this is where you can find like p90x and it's basically just videos that you watch online mm -hmm. and i started this program i'm actually on my second program the first one i did was called 21 day fix you do it seven days a week for 21 days okay. there's a day of um cardio upper body lower body uh, Dirty 30, which is just all weight circuit training, Pilates and yoga. Okay. And now I'm on 21 Day Fix Extreme and it's like more intense. And I get up at like 7.30 every morning and I have a piece of toast and I let the food digest in my stomach and I have a little <laughs> bit of coffee and then I do my workout and it's 30 minutes a day and it has made me such a happier person in oh. this pandemic. Now, I don't have children. I'm able, I have the time but on days where, because I have injured myself a few times from me working out. So in the days that I don't work out, I'm not as happy, I find. So I have yeah. this routine. And if you're looking for a workout to do at home, I highly recommend checking out Beachbody On Demand. It's like $13 a month. So many wow. workouts. To now, workout. see, if, if, if you were me and I used to do this, in fact, I still sometimes do this. I don't actually work out to workout videos, I just sit and watch them. I, there have, there are times where I'll put on a Richard Simmons YouTube workout thing and I'll just watch it or my favorite, I mean, of course there's the classic Estelle Getty workout video, which is just oh. an experience to watch. Um, and I would say that my favorite workout video to just sit and watch and maybe get like a nice snack or something and just watch it unfold is the Angela Lansbury workout video. That one in particular is delightful to watch. Be Arthur's best friend, by the way. Um, but my favorite, favorite, favorite workout video to just sit and watch while eating like cereal is Debbie Reynolds workout video because it, it's funny, it's campy, it's very silly, but she also has, um, uh, oh God, what's her name? Oh my God, I'm blanking on her name now from the Diary of Anne Frank. And she was on Rose, she was the grandma on Roseanne. Oh my God, well, that oh, actress, gosh. I'm gonna find it out right now. But she is in the background and she's like classic Hollywood actress, you know what I mean? And she's just like doing weird quips and stuff in the background. It's kind of insane. Do you ever just watch the videos? I've never seen Angela Lansbury or Debbie Reynolds workout Shelley, videos, but it's now- It's Shelly Winters. It's Shelly Winters who was in the background, just FYI for Wait, everyone. Shelly Winters is Shelley, the, the mom on Roseanne? She's the grandma on Roseanne. Estelle Parsons, oh, yeah. Estelle Parsons is the mom. Is Roseanne's mom. Yes. 
Okay, right. Because I believe Shelley Winters was also in the original Pete's Dragon from the 70s. That makes sense. She I was think... in the Poseidon Adventure as well. She's a big classic actress. I think that's Shelley Winters. Yeah. Um, or though. Um, but you mentioning Debbie Reynolds and Angela Lansbury, I'm still, and I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast, I'm still so surprised that Angela Lansbury was never on an episode of The Golden Girls. Well, you know why I think that was, honestly? Why? I think because while both shows were airing, both women were on competing networks. Because Angela was on CBS with Murder, She Wrote, and B was on NBC with the Golden Girls. And I think there might have been probably a contractual thing that maybe limited right. her from doing that. Like, because that surprises me too. Debbie Reynolds, though, was famously on an episode of the Golden Girls. In fact, she was in line to be cast in the Golden Girls when it was initially being casted for the show. So Debbie Reynolds is part of the Golden Girls family. But if you want a good watch of something delightful, Debbie Reynolds' workout video with Shelly Winters in the background um, doing leg lifts is really, really fun. I'd love to see Shelly Duvall also in the background. Just, hello, oh. I'm Shelly Duvall. Yeah, just <laughs> clapping. Oh man, I love her too. I love her too. Although I don't love what Dr. Phil did to her. Google it, we won't go into it. <laughs> um, so should we get into the episode? Yes, we should. So let's let's take a quick break, and then when we come back from the break, we'll start the episode. And don't worry, don't you know, don't stress about pressing play yet. We'll tell you when to press play. Fear not. We're back, and we're. We're ready to start this episode. So if you need, if you want to rewatch with us, now again, let me stress again, we are watching this on Hulu, and I ha we're watching on a Hulu ad-free plan. Um, so if you want to purchase that, we would encourage you to purchase that, because I think it is an essential way to watch Hulu with no ads. But we also understand that it is 3 $4 extra a month, and that's a problem. So... You can watch this however you want to watch this. You can pop in the DVD. You can watch it on a rerun. You can listen to it without rewatching it with us. You can do whatever you want. But we're going to start playing the episode right now. Carrie, are you ready? I am so ready. Doesn't, doesn't this like feel like Mystery Science Golden Girls Theater? Isn't it fun? It really is. It feels like a Midsummer Night mystery where <laughs> someone's going to kiss Miles. Oh my god. And we've never done this before. So this is like an adventure for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna I know. press play. I'm gonna press play now, guys. I know. It's it's and we're and we're because we're doing it on Zoom, so we don't want to talk over each other. So we're like <laughs> being quiet left and right. Um okay, so on the count of three, I'm gonna press play. One, take a deep breath. Two, feel your inner golden girl. Three. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. I'm so now. Okay, can you imagine being the editor of this opening sequence and how much fun they must have had looking through all those clips? I am obsessed with this opening. I. I mean, it's... they didn't need to change anything with it. It was literally like they no. could have just had this opening for the entire series, and they would have been fine. Oh. And Sophia in the opening, just like, oh, it's like, it, it warms my heart. Like, 
an opening credit that warms your heart is the mark of an amazing show. Yes. Oh. oh. R.I.P. Old Freya Unobstructed yeah, House. Yeah, and that's it. That's the Brentwood House. Mm. So good. Oh, I love when she sings Italian and packs. One thing I love about Estelle Getty is the way that she really perfected the old person's shuffle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that was authentic to her, too. I think she really walked like that. No, she didn't when she plays younger Sophia. Mm, true. Have you ever packed food like Sophia is? I once, I once had to throw away a whole stock of garlic at the airport because they wouldn't let me pack it. I've never packed food like that. I've packed snacks, but not like jars of spaghetti sauce. <laughs> That's a good Sophia outfit, too. The pink suit with the little, like, bow tie type thing. Like, that's yeah, an outfit I would wear. It's one of the louder outfits she ever wore. Yes. Yes. Also... If you notice here, she doesn't have the shuffle. Like when they exit from the kitchen to the living room, she's walking normal. There's no shuffle. <laughs> oh my God, Blanche's hair. Season one Blanche hair is, season one Blanche hair and season seven Blanche hair. Perfect hair. Mm. And she, what I love about it is, like, she, like, both her and Blanche, total blush. Like, 80s blush moment. Like, pink circles. Huge. Ooh. Rose's outfit. That looks like a Blanche dress. Rose's outfit does? Yeah, it does. It's sort of this, like, I don't like it on Rose, to be honest. Like, it feels scandalous almost on Rose, doesn't it? So, uh, where are you going? Out with a friend from work. Is it the same friend you've been out with five times in the last three weeks? Yes. All right. Spill it. Who is he? His name is Dr. Dr. Jonathan, Jonathan Newman. Newman. He's a psychiatrist at the Grief Center. Oh. So rude. You're seeing a psychiatrist. About time. It's about time. <laughs> we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. I love episodes where Sophia goes on a trip. Like, I love the mayhem the girls get. Yeah, they do that a lot where Sophia will be gone for a while and then yeah. she'll come back and discover something. Like with the priest, when he's there, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I hear they sent you over here to shut me up. They because do that a lot with her. She's perfect for that. She's perfect for like, you let all the comedy build up and then all of a sudden Sophia comes back to like lay the joke, you know? promise. Uh, come on, Sophia, let's go. Ma, have a wonderful trip and call me the minute you get there. And please, Ma, try not to argue with Phil's wife. Well, we get Phil's along wife. okay. Phil's wife has her good points. She's sweet, she's reliable, and when her father gets out of prison, she'll be a wealthy woman. <laughs> <laughs> I love Phil's wife. I hate that we only saw her yeah. in one episode. The actress who plays Phil's wife, though, she's best friends with um, Barbara Streisand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Oh, we're out of Malinai. Oh, oh, plug. Plug. I love angry Rose. When Rose is angry Mm -hmm. at the girls, it is like, it's like a child being angry at some people. I also love that jumper on Blanche with like her Mardi Gras beads. Oh, my God. Blanche? Blanche fashion can do no wrong. And God bless her for, like, deciding early on to, like, save all of the wardrobes. Like, she worked that into her contract that she got to save all of the clothes from that she wore on the show. It's perfect. It's genius. So smart. So smart. He says he's looking forward to coming. Well, you should have still asked me first. Oh, you're right, honey. But he's on his way over. We made a terrific dinner. So why don't Dorothy you just... looks like she's about to like go to the beach, and she has a swimsuit underneath that baggy shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> it looks like one of those like swimsuit covers. Oh, Rose, come on. It's going to be wonderful. Now stop worrying. Go check on dinner. I'm with Rose. I would be upset if my oh friends my like invited a guy. I would I be just started seeing over. Furious. Furious. We have a friend, mm-hmm. we have a mutual friend and one of my good friends from the other podcast that I do, You're Making It Worse, Brent Sullivan. He keeps all of his like dating life and like friends separate. And he would be like furious with me if I went around mm-hmm. his back and invited some guy he was dating over for dinner. While the bodybuilder chases me. <laughs> this episode in particular is like, Blanche Stellar. Like, to me, this is one of Blanche highlight episodes. It is perfect. Her comedy is perfect. It really shows how great of an actress she was. Like, it's all Blanche. Lucky me. <laughs> oh, no thank you, little boy. We already take Why would she think he's a little boy? He has a suit on and he has a beard. I know. Oh, just one of the Donaldson boys trying to sell us a new... The Donaldson boys. Those Donaldson boys played... How have we never seen them? I don't know. Neither would their father. <gasps> oh, Blanche slept with the father, the boy's father. Or Jonathan Newman. <laughs> are you? Are you absolutely <laughs> sure? <laughs> of course, he's sure who he is. He just said his name. Hat, hat, hat. My God, 
Dorothy looking embarrassed is also something great because we don't get to see that a lot. Like Dorothy often is like the confident one in charge. Like she's not ever embarrassed. Oh, Blanche, Blanche, this is Dr. Jonathan Newman. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> but Dorothy, he's a little early. Yes, but we're delighted to see him. Hi, Jonathan. Now, okay. Why wouldn't she prep them? Wait a minute. Rose Nile, you devil, you. Oh, I, love I just part. figured out what's going oh. on here. Blanche. <laughs> you were sore at me for inviting your friend without asking you, so you hired this guy to come over and teach me a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> this is the gift. This is the gift. I wish I oh was my dead. God, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. I oh also God, love. I wish I was dead. I love how Dorothy is like getting off on Blanche being embarrassed. Like she loves it. Yeah. Yes, you did. Well, I feel awful, just awful. Listen, if you don't want to. But like for real, why wouldn't Rose say something? I mean, I know. It's no, there's nothing wrong with dating a a, a, a little person or any one of us. Any sort of is differently abled in any way, shape, or form. But, like, why wouldn't she say something to prep them so they don't say something inappropriate? Then it wouldn't be a funny episode. That's why. Yeah. It would be on seven. Oh. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Shrimp. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. I can't. Also, I wonder, Dr. Jonathan Newman, I mean, maybe I'm reading into this, but he seems a little gay. You know what yeah. I mean? A little bit of a dandy. I, oh, I love short ribs. What? I do like that he's taking it in stride. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's being really good about this. Like, he's like, you know, I have you know, to say, I'm going to have like, fun messing with her. She seems a little tightly wound. Like, he's not really taking totally. it personally when he could, which I kind of like. Totally, totally. Like, my brother, who, um, he has cerebral palsy, and, like, same way. Like, you have to take those things in stride. You can't take them too seriously. Oh, Blanche, you've done enough. I'll get it. I'll help you. I love how Blanche had the turnaround of, like, being the supportive friend. Like, oh, man. vanity didn't take over for Blanche, which is rare. Positive attitude of anyone I have ever met. And he's wearing the cutest little gray suit I think I've ever seen. And that's why. That's why. That's why she had the turnaround, because she's turned on by him. That glass looks so tiny in Dorothy's hand. I know. The glass looks like Dorothy's holding, like, like Dorothy's a giant. Yeah. Sophia really wasn't gone all that long, was she? Like, it was like a night that she was gone. Also, I love her brooch. Oh, my God. They didn't, they kind of stopped letting Sophia wear brooches. Like, first season is brooch season. Yes. Oh, my God. Sophia meeting Dr. Jonathan Newman. The tension of her going up to Dr. Jonathan Newman? I can't. So great. What is she going to say? What is she going to say? We know what she's going to say. Rude. <laughs> but I've just gotten back from a long trip and I'm very tired. If you'll excuse me. Of course. Nice I to mean. have met you. Likewise. And then the call Dorothy, to Dorothy. Come here. 
The yeah. call to Dorothy is like, that's the joke, which is so funny to me. Such smart writing. Uh. Oh. Yeah. This is one of the few, ex well, one of the many examples, we should say, on the Golden Girls where they use language that was considered appropriate in the 80s that is not so appropriate now, and that one of those words is midget. But I don't think they did it in a mean way. I, think I don't they think did so it. either. Yeah, it was never mean, I don't think. He does seem sweet. Like, he, he does seem like the kind of guy that, like, I would want to, like, talk to books about. You know what I mean? Like, I'd want to be like, did you read this? Can I point something out? Please. Now, Stan actually pointed this out recently. This is now the, this is the second episode, because they also do this in Forgive Me, Father, where a visitor is over... And then as they're leaving, both Dr. Jonathan Newman and Frank the Priest, as they're leaving, they say, actually, could we have dinner tomorrow night? There's something yeah. really important I want to talk to you about. Yeah. And then the women, you know, are Spiral. trying to rack in their brains, trying to think about, well, what could it be? Oh, he wants to be more serious with me. Which is like, I mean, it seems like an irrational response to like go in crazy directions, but let's be real. How often have we done that? Like with dating, with like life, with work stuff, with whatever, if someone leaves just sort of like a, actually, can we talk at 3 PM tomorrow? You're going to start thinking that something terrible is going to happen or like something yeah. you're going to get something or, you know, if I were her, I would have been like, tell me now because he basically, he's asking her out to tell her he can't, see her anymore which is bonkers which why don't you just rip the band-aid dude rip the band-aid driveway for a minute yeah but like i would probably be like i would probably call out the tension you know what i mean i would probably be like why don't you just tell me now because like this is awkward now yeah exactly but I mean, a lot of people want to keep playing that sort of courting game, and that's kind of cute too. In a relationship that has very special problems, and uh, only you and Jonathan can decide whether. If those anybody are... is going to date someone with special problems, like what Dorothy is talking about, I think Rose is the person to date someone with unique issues. Mm -hmm. You know. I also love that they go through the business of sweeping up the glass that one of the I women know. dropped. Just yeah, a nice it's, detail. A, it's a nice follow through that they didn't have to do. Oh my God. Such a great Blanche story. So Benjamin and I had to meet in secret. Think it's going one oh, we knew if any of the bigots in town found Blanche out about us, that'd be a terrible scandal. Situation, unfortunately. And then one day I had to make a decision. Benjamin invited me to our senior prom. I didn't know what to do. The boldness of dating Benjamin. Really cared for, or should I bow to the pressures of an unjust society? I wonder what you thought when you first saw this. Like, what direct, what direction you thought she was going? What did you do? I mean, I think the same direction Dorothy thought. Really? Yeah. I was a kid, so I probably didn't make that connection. Oh, as a kid, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Buzzing all evening, I didn't care. I had followed my heart. I mean, I just I've figured never regretted it. She did something oh, brave. Lynch, you know I mean? that's a beautiful story. Oh, that must have taken real courage for both of you. And it's oh. terrible to think that the, the two of you were almost this kept apart just it. because Benjamin was black. I didn't say he was black. <laughs> black. 
Jimmy wasn't black. He was from New Jersey. He was a Yankee. I went to my senior prom with a Yankee. <laughs> the way That's she says line. Yankee is... I went to my senior prom with a Yankee. With a Yankee. It's so good. What is that on the table? Is that like a bowl of crackers? Oh, I don't know. I didn't notice the hair. I'm focused more on more on um, Dorothy's hair and how like it changed. Her hair changed so dramatic. Yeah, it looks like a bowl of crackers on the table. Her hair changed Dorothy. so dramatically from season one to the other seasons. Her geometric earrings are the best. Yeah, totally. But I feel like Dorothy kind of let herself just go full out gray. Like still Rose's, here, it's a little dark. Rose's room looks like a, a beautiful Miami hotel room. All of their bedrooms are insanely large, with the exception of Sophia's. Yeah. Sophia's is the only modest one. Oh, God, we're going into vaudeville. I love it. I love it. I, I think it's such like a stupid moment, but I love it so much. I have She's to a... wonder if that it was that way in the script or if the direct it was a dis- director decision. Oh, God, wipe that makeup off. You're going to get it all over your pillow, Rose. Oh, interesting. Like the right That's decision. The right decision. I do love that the she right like decision. she went to lay down without getting in bed or anything. She just literally like laid on top of the covers. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. god. You know B. Arthur was like, I'm in a musical this week. I love it's the hand so gesture. Darling. Like Dorothy's hand thing when she goes like this, you know? <gasps> oh, me neither. Those are huge boutonnieres that they're wearing. She looks good, though. Rose looks good. Oh, only a good friend would tell you this, Rose, but that color you dye your hair, honey, that hasn't existed since they discontinued the Ford Falcon. (laughs) Dorothy's hand gestures for the laugh are so good. And then Sophia as the priest. Sophia's the only one who's not doing a vaudeville bit. Totally. Who's gonna marry you? But that doesn't make any sense. Was Sophia using her real hair in the first season, or was it a wig, too? Do you remember? I don't know. I think she was using her real hair in the first season. I think it was a wig. Oh. They would have had to have bleached her hair in. Well, I thought she colored wig. her hair like it was red. Oh my God, her father. Like, what is happening? But also what that poor happening? guy's limp. Like he looks like he's in pain when he walks. Daddy. <laughs> I want to make that into a phone like ring. You mean you're dead, Daddy? The lucky guy. This is so strange. I always thought Daddy was much taller than that. I don't remember him like that at all. Oh, that's probably because his size didn't matter to you, Rose. Mm, Size always matters. Size always matters. Oh. All right, let's get the psychic in. I love the psychic, too. Except the whole... Well, she talks about Princess Di or something. Someone's a celebrity guest star who's not a real actor. I'm not too sure about that, Rose. Like, it's so, like, poorly acted. But Can you imagine, better. like, that in real life? Like, you invite me over to your house, and I respond to, like, Stan being like, Why, Stan, I would love a glass of water. Jean Dixon! She looks good. Jean Dixon looks good, though. Gotta say. Have you ever seen a psychic before? Yes. Did they did they tell you what you wanted to hear? 
No, and they were totally wrong. I, my friend Michelle took me for like my 18th birthday and uh, can't remember if it was a man or a woman. I think it was a man. And he told me that my boyfriend was going to get me pregnant and then dump me. <gasps> That's <laughs> On insane. My I was On 18. your birthday? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's insane. I can't believe anyone would actually say that. I went to a psychic once in New Orleans who told me that they saw stars in my future, but that I wouldn't have a long life. Oh, geez. Maybe, maybe they have, like, a thing where they have to tell you one good thing and one bad thing. As far as I remember, this psychic only told me negative things. I remember he also told me that none of my friends liked me. None of my friends liked me, and then my boyfriend was going to get me pregnant and dump me. Happy birthday, Carrie. At 18. 18. An 18-year-old visits a psychic, and the psychic says, you're going to get pregnant. Like, Is Rose humping that pillow? I mean, haven't you ever held a pillow so lovingly that it feels like a warm body? I love Sophia's joke about the big pillow later when she comes yes. in. Yes. Yes. I mean, and if you think about it, I, I was going to, uh, that's, it wasn't even a joke, but I was like, the pillow is so big. The pillow is it's like, for Sophia's joke. it is a massive pillow. It's the size of Dr. Jonathan Newman. Oh, almost. and she didn't even take her shoes off. Small. What's going on? I oh, mean, Rose has decided to keep on seeing Jonathan. Fine. <laughs> We're all adults here. Yeah, why didn't Let the man out of the pillowcase. Like, we don't mind if he sleeps on my clothes like everybody else. Well, because she laid down in her clothes. But also, it's weird that that dream, like that crazy fever dream was like, I'm going to continue dating him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that was enough for her to be like, I'm being wrong. I need to keep going with this. There is nothing I hate more than a tan suit. Oh, I like it. I do not. I do not. I am surprised, though, maybe we talked about this on the podcast, that Rose's outfit is the same color as the tablecloth. Like, it does wardrobe, production design, you guys get to get on the same pages. Yeah, because, I mean, she looks like she's an extension of the tablecloth. She's growing out of the tablecloth at this moment. Although, I... I love rose and pink. I think it is a perfect color for rose, don't you? Great. So good. So good. But also, like, I get why he wouldn't want to date her, like, because of the religious thing or whatever. But you think rose wouldn't convert for you? Realistically. Like, it's interesting that he didn't even ask. Yeah. Because, like, rose. It feels like a cop out. It does, because Rose is the type of woman that clearly she's a bit naive. She's going to be like, I'll do it for you. Also, at what point did he learn that she wasn't Jewish? I know. I mean, that's, I will say, as a converted Jew, as someone who converted to Judaism, Jews regularly look at me and go, you're not Jewish. No, you're not Jewish. So it could have been a situation like that. I love that Rose, like a little bit of humanity comes out in Rose and she becomes this like angry Dorothy type. <laughs> okay, guys, Dr. Jonathan Newman is totally gay. 1000% gay. I think the plot actually should have been Dr. Jonathan Newman coming out to Rose because that would have been funnier to me. Have you researched the actor? Was the actor gay? 
Oh, I don't know if the actor was gay. I mean, he. We've talked. We talked about this on the podcast a bunch, but like he died shortly after the show aired, like a few months after the show aired. So, um, okay, I'm gonna stop. So yeah, he died shortly after the show aired, and that was it. Like that was. We, I, he didn't have much of a career after that, obviously. Um, so I don't know if he was gay, but he seemed pretty gay to me. When You know, if he wasn't gay, fine. We accept all people, right? I do love that at the end of this episode, it was the one of the few times, I think they maybe had it like a handful of other times, but they had like a, a weird like electronic drum thing. And then it shifted into the music. Did you, did you, rec- did you get that? No, I missed it. Oh my God! Yeah, go like if, if anyone listening. If you heard that little and then it goes into the like the regular theme music or whatever. Oh wow! But yeah. when you were doing that just now, it reminded me of the opening of Step by Step on TV. Oh yeah! Oh, I loved Step by Step. Yeah, I loved. So let's a take step. a little break and then we'll do what has been missing for a while now. We'll do a golden takeaway. Ah yeah. Welcome back. The clap scared Carrie's dog. Yes, every time I clap, Sue whips his head over and looks at me. Oh, hey, buddy. I love it. Well, so and- we, we, on, the, on the podcast, originally, when we did the podcast, guys, we did a golden takeaway, which was a, a nugget of inspiration or what did I say? I always had a line Truth? that I said. What is it? You, a nugget of inspiration or truth that you could apply to yourself or to others, something yes. like that? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a nugget of inspiration or truth that you could apply to yourself or others based on this episode. Um, and my golden takeaway from this episode is to, you know, if you if you feel like tan is a good color for you, run with it. But I wouldn't suggest it because on most people – most people, I can't think of one type of person that tan looks good on. Even if you're like on a safari, don't wear tan. Wear like white or something. You know, something that's cool that breathes more. Tan's not a good color for anybody. That's my golden takeaway. My golden takeaway is about um, re-watching, re-watching rewinds that we just did, which is <laughs> even though we covered the episode A Little Romance, on the first run of Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to, I realized that, I mean, A, Golden Girls episodes, you can just rewatch and rewatch and rewatch them and you never get sick of them. But B, I feel like there are things that I discovered or learned or mm-hmm. saw in this episode that maybe I didn't catch the first time around. I feel like maybe we talked about different things this time around. Like, I don't know that I had realized um, that in multiple episodes, some a guest is leaving and says, can we have dinner tomorrow night? I have something very important to discuss with you, which then like leaves on know, a shocker. Yeah. You know, and then, and then leaves the woman to, to wonder, well, what does he want to talk about? Um, so my golden takeaway is that, Rewatching is fantastic when it comes to the Golden Girls. Every episode you watch, you can discover something new every time. So we should it's, never stop rewatching. 
It's how I am. I love that golden takeaway. It is a perfect sentiment for what we're doing right now. And I think it's perfect for like, on if you hear the dinging in the background, guys, it's Frazier climbing all over Miles right now. He's literally climbing on Miles. Um, I... Uh, no, I love that we're rewatching because like like with some of our favorite shows, The Office, The Comeback, every time I watch them, I find something new to laugh at or to poke fun at or to see or that I didn't recognize the first time. And I love that. So for this out on the lanai rewind, if you will, um, we're going to go over some, you know, best episodes, our favorite episodes. And like, if you guys want to contribute or like tell us or join, watch along with us and you can, we'll post about it on Instagram and Twitter and you can always reply to the post there with your thoughts as you watch or listen to the episode or watch the episode. And if you have suggestions for episodes that you think we have to absolutely rewatch because they are vital in the Golden Girls canon, well then please send us a message on all of the Instagrabbles that are out there. And like, we should also say too, this isn't like a return of the podcast necessarily. These are just like special episodes that we're figuring out while we're in quarantine. Um, and, and, and just sort of doing them as we can. So like, just be subscribed and watch out for a little update in your little podcast boxy thingy. Yeah. Isn't that and right, hey, Carrie? Yes. Um, where can uh, people find you? On social media. We haven't done this for a while either. I know. Well, I think I should say, considering the date and the time and, like, the era in which we're living in right now, where you can find me on social media is filling out an absentee ballot. That's the most important social media plug I want to give right now. Fucking vote. It's the first time I cussed in this episode, which is rare for me because I usually cuss quite often. But right now, don't follow me. Don't look at me. Don't look at Sadie. Don't look at anything. The only thing I want you to do is to make sure you go online, you figure out how you're going to vote, you make a plan to vote, you tell your friends how you're going to vote, and you actually go out and you vote. And you do it, and you do it enthusiastically, maybe with a bold lip or a turtleneck. That is fantastic. I <laughs> That was a really great plug. Um I will tell people also that um, if you want, you can go to vote.org to check your registration and see if you're registered to vote. You can go there to register to vote. Uh, you can go there to find out about how to request an absentee ballot. Um, this is a very, very important election coming up. You should find out if there's early voting mm -hmm. where you live. Everybody, please, please, please get out there and vote. I know and a lot of people are tired and frustrated and feeling, you know, beaten down by just the daily onslaught of stuff that's going on. Um, but it's it's so important these days. And if you can, make a donation. If you mm -hmm. can, go to something like, um, uh, I believe it's postcardstovoters.org, where you can write postcards to remind people where and when to vote in uh, especially swing states. But just get involved because your vote equals your voice. Yep. Exactly. So if you want to follow us on social media, you just got to go to vote.org because that's where we're hanging out until November 3rd. But if you want to go find out more about us on the podcast you can, and you want to engage with this episode and talk about this episode, you can go to Golden Girls Pod on Twitter, facebook.com slash 
Golden Girls. I don't even remember what our handles were. Facebook.com says Golden Girls Pods. Just look us up. Out on the Lanai on everything. Out on the Lanai official on Instagram. All of those things. Get engaged. Um, and if you do, if you do register to, I'm gonna do this. If you show me that you filled out an absentee ballot or like you did your voting thing or you went and you checked out your thing and you take a screenshot and you DM that to me, I will send you a, a little audio clip wishing you well, thanking you, saying something stupid to you, whatever you want. I'll just do it. I'll send you a little video clip. You'll get a little DM from me saying something or Carrie too. But I'm sure Carrie would be, are you down for that, Carrie? Just to like yeah. yell at people and say like, you're amazing. You're wonderful for voting, but you have to show us that you voted and then we'll do that for you. I don't know if anyone actually wants that from us. <laughs> we'll see. But this we'll do it. To find out. Well, I might put on a wig. I'm looking at a wig right now. So that might be a fun wig and a video sent your way. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, guys, go out, find out how you're going to vote, make a plan, and go out and do it. And um, let us know what episodes you guys think we should be covering over these however long we have in this world that we're living in quarantine. <laughs> and with that... <laughs> As always... Remember, oh God, we're gonna do it, right? We haven't. I the setup was so harsh because, like, we haven't done this in forever, guys. We are so rusty. Okay, let's do it again. Ready? But before we do it, I just oh. want to thank everybody who is listening today yes. and was watching along to a little romance. And it's always nice to feel like we're um, communicating with the Golden Girls fan community because everybody's the best. So thank well, you yeah. Guys and on for- on that note, I will say, like, you know, it is. After we ended the podcast and like a lot of other podcasts sort of came out and a lot of Golden Girl stuff came out, which was really awesome. But like, you know, we aren't recording weekly because we went through every episode. So we love being able to communicate with you guys and we love that you guys stay in touch with us. And I texted Elliot and I texted Alaska and they're both down to rewatch an episode once we figure out all the logistics of how we're rewatching episodes. So like fun things to come. So just keep keep tapping like and keep loving and keep listening. And, and on now, that note. Yes, now. <laughs> you want to set it up? Okay. And remember, yeah. as always, stay golden. Stay golden. We still weren't in sync, but I love it. Oh, cue the music. I've been dying to tell you, Teresa. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> um, I sell my nudes to my reply guys. I used to bartend foot fetish parties. I cannot take a shit in a public restroom. <laughs> hey, it's your girl, Father Longlegs, Daddy T. You know me, it's Teresa Lee. Everyone has secrets, and that's what makes us human. On You Can Tell Me Anything, I ask some of the funniest comedians I know to tell me something they want to get off their chest. From secret past lives like working in porn casting to embarrassing stories like pooping on Canal Street in broad daylight, there's nothing you can't tell me. So listen to You Can Tell Me Anything, available now on Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcast. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast. <laughs>